Lotus Barrel. Is this our official second time uh, when there's a two-week gap? Yes. Uh, this is DB 3.0. Yes, it is. Uh, and what better way to semi-kick off BB 3.0 by talking about one of my favorite franchises this episode and my favorite incarnation of that franchise. So, you know. Final Fantasy the seventh edition? <laughs> no, I don't think Final Fantasy reaches my love of Dragon Ball. But uh, we'll get Oh, really? To yeah, we can discuss that when we get back to uh, when we get to the second half of the show. But for the first half of the show, we talk about shit on our mind about games and stuff. <laughs> Another thing, and usually in, in the case of Shelby and I, some things that aren't quite related to games, but maybe we can make games out of them. Um, so I don't know. There's no, so this week, in two weeks now, what, what's happened? We had uh, Nintendo Direct, so we have some stuff there to talk about. Shelby and I watched a couple of weird movies slash anime. There's always that. I yeah, picked up a horror, new horror movie. Yeah, yeah, horror, horror, uh, hoedown is what we call it. <laughs> and I, I bought a a boxed N sixty four game. So maybe I'll start off with something game related and self aggrandizing. That's not a word. Um, do it, do it. I got Mega Man sixty four boxed, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Mega Man blasts his way onto the N sixty four system for the first time ever. Oh what. This epic adventure combines the best of classic Mega Man action with enormous bosses, a riveting storyline, and all the depth of the hottest RPG. Evolve, sorry, explore vast 3D worlds in your quest to find the treasure of all treasures, the mother load. You'll mm-hmm. love the stunning 3D graphics, powerful weapons, and non-stop action, unless, of course, you're a boss. The first Mega Man game ever for Nintendo 64 system with non-stop 3D action, new and improved 3D graphics and analog control, awesome weapons, diabolical bosses, legendary gameplay, and a hand version of the hit-released Mega Man Legends. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. I also have Mega Man Legends, so if I ever decide to play one, I don't know which one I'll play. This one says it's enhanced, so that's pretty cool. You know it's good if it says enhanced. Enhanced. Don't. Yep. Enhanced bonus barrel version 3.0. Have you guys played this? Uh, I've no. like dicked around with it a little bit back in the I day, have not. but I've never really played much of it. I always liked it though. I was always enamored by it. You know, he, his hair is showing because you could take the helmet off. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a little RPG. There's a there's a lot of like um, a lot of controversy behind its third installment. How they were getting like the fans to help make it, and then for the, it was for the 3DS, including there being a demo. And then it got nixed. And people were unhappy about that. I was actually kind of looking forward to it, too, to be honest, until it got canceled. Have you played a Mega Man game, uh, Seiji? And not a 3D one. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. So you, so you just played the older ones, eh? Well, I mean, it's not like there's a lot of 3D Mega Man games, unless you count 2.5D ones. I'm trying to think if uh... they're here. No, I played most of the old ones. I play a little bit of the newer ones, just a little bit. Probably the first one on the Wii, but not too much. But not none of the actual 3D ones like this one. No. Hmm. I can imagine like having the same like feel as the old ones because this is from an era where 
all the major franchises from like the third and fourth generation were trying to to come to the 3D graphics world and it was awkward for a while. Right. There's a there's a new Mega Man or it's a new Mega Man cartoon series coming out that looks like trash. Mm-hmm. Uh it's an American Japanese Canadian animated television series. And it's developed by Man of Action Studios and produced by Dentsu Entertainment USA. Uh, if people have not seen the trailer for it, it looks really weird. Like, he has a really strange design. But for funsies, the synopsis, preteen Aki Light must protect his home, Silicon City, from various villains as Mega Man. While some- Aki Light? <laughs> Ak- Aki Light. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. Preteen Aki Why? Light must protect his home, oh, Silicon City, from various villains <laughs> as Mega Man, while simultaneously balancing his life as a regular robot boy attending school. Oh. He is aided by other characters such as Rush the Dog and Mega Mini. Yeah. Regular robot boy. Yeah. Those are everywhere. Well, in, them, uh, them in regular... Silicon City, I think they are. Regular robot boys. I recommend looking at the design of Mega Man. He looks weird. So, uh, for a second, I thought it meant he was transforming, but I guess he's just, it's just an alter ego, maybe? Aki Light. He looks weird. I don't like the style at all. Oh, it does look weird. Not a fan. Is it? Yeah, it's very, it's, it's off. Ooh. Tron wannabe fucking. Maybe if he yeah, had the, the Mega Man voice. Like, Mega. Mega, hi, everybody. Oh, I'm Mega Man. It looks. <laughs> The style is way, way simple. Like, I don't know. It just... Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't like it. I don't like the look, Elby. Oh, really? Yeah. It's dumb. He looks weird. Not my... Hashtag not my Mega Man. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, right. And the bar the bar was already pretty low. Right, with the, <laughs> like the 80s version or early, yeah. early 90s version. The, the, yeah, yeah, he the, looks that. pretty jacked in that one. He does look jacked. That's a Holy. cool Mega Man. That's my Mega Man. <laughs> I want a Mega Man that can lift me. The jacked, <laughs> <laughs> jacked Mega Man. Yeah. Yo, this oh is Mega Man. What's up? Pew, pew, pew. He shoots like 16 guns out of his buster. That's a 90s Mega Man, but he's missing pouches, which is sad. Need more pouches. <laughs> So that's that's yep. Mega Man, that's the Mega Man section of this episode. What what is new with games with you fellows? What are you playing lately, Shelby? Uh, I played what we played for uh, <laughs> nothing for, your, for this episode, nothing. which oh my gosh! But that we'll save that for later. Nothing for yourself. Uh no, I've been uh, uh the the you know the the convention that happens once a year that I go to. Are you do that again. Uh yeah, well I try to go every year, but um I'm starting on art things earlier. Uh so hopefully it doesn't get to like the end that I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I have so many things to do in so little time." So I think the earlier the better. So little time. Yeah. Cool. What is it like a Gundam convention? <laughs> oh, I wish. I fucking wish. Maybe you should start. No, nah, it's uh anime time happens. Yeah. You I should sell, go sell art things. You should start a Gundam uh, convention. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know if that would. I don't know if there's enough people in. Uh, Call it the, where we the, live. The Gundam Gallo. Yeah, there's only one way to know. Yeah. Yeah. Just do you it. You can organize one. Yeah. Oh God. It'd be amazing. 
I'll go for you if you make if you make a Gundam one. Talk about my favorite Gundam. I see those Gundam models everywhere here. Yeah. So there anyway. you go. Yeah, pick them up. All right. Yeah. That was the Gundam section of the episode. That was the mech connection. We found the mech connection. Sorry. <laughs> Always. Wait, you playing anything besides this, the game we played for this uh, episode, Sage? Uh, yeah, I I hooked up my Wii U again. Nice. And it's really faulty, so we have to, like... <laughs> Erika has to play... Because we're playing Pikmin, Pikmin 3. We like that game a lot, so she has to, like, pull the... The Wii U console right underneath the gamepad, otherwise it it won't. Connect. Oh, you never replaced that? Huh? You never replaced or fixed that? I haven't. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we we were playing Pikmin three, and it, what what is funny is that that Erica is not like a hardcore gamer, but with Pikmin three she gets really hardcore, and we do these challenges where there's like silver, like bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. But once you get to platinum, platinum is like you, you have to collect a bunch of things in the in the stage. So you do it and then you get platinum. But then Erika gets super hardcore and she's like, we got to do it in less than two minutes. And he's like, that's impossible. So we keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And in the end, we, we were able to do it. But then, no, something happened. Uh, I think... The, the console got disconnected because it, it was so so near us that we kicked uh, a wire or something so it didn't save so we've been trying to do it again but it's impossible anyway Pikmin 3 yeah, it's, it's amazing I like it and I don't know why but uh, well I actually sort of know why I'm um, I was listening to uh, Phoenix Wright uh, music oh yeah and it's just so good <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's so good. So I started listening to the uh, to that old episode, the the, uh, the first Phoenix Wright game episode, and and I just got the the bug in me. Like I wanted to to play more of that. So I'm playing the second game now. Uh, what is it? Uh, Justice, Justice for, for all. all. Yes, yeah. Justice for all. And people keep keep telling me whenever I I, I tell someone I'm playing the second game in the series. Everybody makes this face, right? Not I, oh, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen your, your faces, but I, I imagine it's the same. Like oh, like such a waste. It's not face. as good. It's, it's mm-hmm. not. No, I I mean I still like it. I like obviously I have opinions about it, but like yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, I find for a a, a game that's I don't want to say probably the worst one because uh, uh, Spirit of Justice was kind of bad, but Which one's uh, that? that's the fifth one. A six, six one, six one. Uh, like the one that just came out uh, mm. not too long ago. Actually, the one over here that we got, the latest one we got here. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's still good, I guess. There's just some really annoying parts in it, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm playing in the second um, case right now, and I'm really enjoying it. Like I. Yeah. Surprise! Oh, there are some good cases in it. It's just you get to uh, like the <clears throat> the third case, and it's just it uh it takes you right out of it it's really sad because the prosecutor awesome. is really cool yeah francisca von karma she's great she's great bring her back bring her back to the games <laughs> only thing good from that game also i i, I didn't i don't like kids but i didn't mind uh, pearl although 
Yeah, got Pearl's a little adorable. Sometimes. Also, Mia taking over her body is really fucked up. Oh, yeah, taking over Pearl's body. <laughs> no, well, spoilers. I don't know how Sage... Oh, sorry, I thought, yeah. I thought that was early yeah. on. Well, he's just at case two right now. I thought so. I thought it happened. Like, he's right gonna away. get there eventually. But no, I'm, I'm doing the investigation part. I just got introduced to Pearl, and she was like super serious, and all of a sudden she got all cutesy and stuff, like saying yeah. that you're Maya's special someone, something. <laughs> do, do you think? Uh, do you think in the Japanese version, uh, Shelby, that she calls Phoenix Onisan? No, don't fucking I, ruin I that shit. She does. I bet you she does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in that. I, I I would like to so in the in the first case, uh, there's this part where, where the spelling is really uh, is really uh important. So I was wondering, like, how would you do that in Japanese? Because in, in Japanese, you you wouldn't have that sort of mis spelling, right? Because there's no two ways to write the same thing. What do so, you mean? I can't. What do you mean? Like for example, they they. The, the name in this case is Maggie, right? So they put out like an extra Y in the end, mm-hmm. right? And and that's part that's a, a key, a key part of the, of the inconsistencies. But in Japanese, like if you hear like Maggie or whatever, I, I'm pretty sure that's not, not that is not the name, but whatever the name is, like yeah. Hiroko or whatever. Um, there's there's no two ways of spelling it, so I'm pretty sure it has to do with kanji. Would have to because then then there's a lot of variation. So. That's I, I I was thinking about this and like uh, I think I'm gonna install the the Japanese version to see what they did. There you go. That's a, a keep keep updated for that. Yeah. Or Seiji, yeah. Or Stay Seiji tuned, people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like people are like biting their nails right now. They're like, chomping at the <laughs> bit yeah, with waiting yeah, for information. That's pretty fun. Uh, I'm still playing Tokyo Xanadu, making my way through that game slowly but surely. Good game. Just uh, it's long. It's an RPG. They take a long time. I got a big pile of games on my desk that I want to get to, and uh, it just keeps getting higher. <sighs> oh, so uh, there is Nintendo Direct this week. Um, did did you watch it? Anybody besides me? I did. Awesome. We watched it live. The whole thing. How how did you, how did it make you feel? Sum up how it made you feel. In terms of damage. Sure. Why not? Like bonus barrel style. Yeah, um, let's do it. I'll give it a half damage. Oh wow! It's yeah, high. it's high. It's it, it's high, if only because, like Smash, I like Smash. Yeah, I like it a lot. Like a, I like it a lot, but I don't like it as much as like other stuff that would make me more excited for for year two of the Switch. And mm-hmm. I feel like the Switch needs a really big like roster to to be comparable to 2017 although that's maybe asking too much but i thought like you know metroid prime 4 and pokemon would do it but there's yeah they're radio silent e3 regarding that situation so there's this there's this expectation so it's like managing that expectation so it's like you give me smash and i'm like uh where's pokemon you know what i mean (laughs) if they're smart they'll have like four or five big new games this year and then they could supplement the rest with the uh uh, Wii U library that people never got to play because I think there's a lot of people who have Switch who don't do not have the Wii U, and will and it's, I think it's smart to port that shit over, uh, but they need to have new stuff too to make people excited about it. So yeah, Pokemon the problem is that they they sort of announced at E3, Pokemon Metroid Prime, and I was expecting them this year. Although a lot of people say that is they're not coming, 
But then what do you what do you do in at E three this year, right? Do you just they'll, they'll at least mention know, them? Detail. Oh, I mean, re-announce those like uh, more more like tra- gameplay trailers and stuff. I mean, we had no trailers for either one of them, so I imagine we'll at least get trailers for them this year. Yeah, but then sure. but then what's going to happen is something that happened in previous years where they announce something one year and then they detail it the next year. But what I would really want is big announcement for the next year. Right? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. So yeah. we're getting Kirby. I'm excited about that. Kirby's good. Have you played demo? I have. I did. Yeah, I played it with Megan actually. And it's really fun. So it's it's your classic standard Kirby game, um, except you know with with four players, and and with this game, I think the main, main mechanics are combining attacks and capturing enemies. So you you can throw mm. this little heart above your head. You just like you pre- press I think the X button, and it makes a heart, and then you toss it at an enemy. When you do it, it becomes your ally, and then a player can just jump on and and play that character. So you can have up to four people playing. They just hop in and they, and they take over. And they can throw hearts too to capture new power-ups. And then you mm-hmm. can use those powers like by pressing up. For example, if you're Sword Kirby and you press it up and you have some of the fire ability, they can use their fire ability to light your sword on fire. So now you're, you're now you have a fire sword. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and et cetera. They, different, different combinations for them all. So that's pretty cool. Otherwise, it's just a beautiful-looking Kirby game. Same same Kirby time, same Kirby channel. It's, it's awesome. I love, I, I love Kirby games, so... Yeah, I loved Kirby games too. And from what I've seen, I was sort of sold on it. But then I read someone from the club. I don't know if you read it too. I think it was Caleb J. Ross. He said that the Kirby game was too complicated or something like that. What? Really? It seemed pretty simple. If anything, I I, so. I, they added a little bit of nuance to it, which is nice. Like you actually do some slight puzzle solving with com- combining abilities, but I never would have called it too complicated. I find that's the problem with Kirby games is they tend to be a little... A little easy, a little on the easy side, to be honest with you. Even the demo is easy. Even if you choose the hard stage, it's still pretty easy. Or maybe is it is, is it called All Star Allies? I think so. Yeah. So Caleb J. Ross tweeted, uh, "Play the Kirby All Star Allies demo on a Nintendo Switch. Not fun. That game is way more complicated than it should be." <laughs> uh, I have nothing against Caleb. I disagree wholeheartedly. I do not think it was difficult or complicated. Definitely thought it was fun. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I just read I, I read it and I was like, oh, I wanted to play that game. <laughs> hey, play it. Take I'm gonna, it from I mean, here. It, but... I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Maybe it's good, you know, because when when someone says some something is like too bad, it lowers your expectation. Then it's better than you expected. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so yeah. we also had um really sexy octoling walk for two minutes in the Splatoon uh, octo expansion trailer. Did it make? Oh, that trailer was cool. Did you feel things while you were watching her walk through various environments with her sexy hip swing? I I felt (laughs) non-sexy things. I felt pandering to me. I don't know. It was. I thought it was lame. Like the whole concept of the thing seems cool. But the trailer was so goofy, and this music, I didn't really love the music either playing, it's typical Splatoon stuff, but I thought it was kind of dumb, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Alright, Shelby, you'll have to watch the trailer and weigh in someday. I was uh, was looking at, uh, well, just some, uh, like a GIF before, actually, um, where it just showed, uh, like, a close-up of 
one of their faces and the you could see in the reflection of their eye the symbol for smash bros oh that's a separate thing but yeah that that's for the smash trailer yeah we gotta get into that but 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 before you know what i got sold on it uh mario tennis i love mario tennis Because Mario Tennis, I mean, there was one for the Wii, for the Wii U. I love Mario Tennis for Nintendo sixty four. I played a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. But ever since, like, I wasn't like too excited about them. And the Wii U one, like, I I think I I have it wrapped uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or sealed or whatever. Uh, and this one, it was like, oh, another Mario Tennis. That's weird. Is is, is this a, is this a port or what? It, and apparently, it's like like a full fledged like yeah, uh, like not serious try. At Mario Tennis. It's kind of a spiritual successor to the uh, Game Boy Advance one, which I'm looking for on my shelf. I think it's called Mario Golf. Yeah, Mario Golf uh, Advance Tour, which is a RPG golf hybrid. And I think this one is supposed to be similar to that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully full-on cutscenes and drama and like Princess Peach and Mario, and, like love tension, all while to set to the backdrop of, of the intense world of tennis. Yeah, because I think that they spent the most time talking about this game, showing the gameplay, and I was like, yes, I want to play that. With the whole, like, zone thing, like, the, 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 I don't remember how they called it, the uh, the power gauge, whatever. I thought it was interesting, mechanically, at the very least. I definitely, well, I mean, I'm going to buy it, so I'm excited for that, too. And let's yeah. see, what else, can, what else did we get? We had Kirby Star, we talked about that. Oh, Octopath Traveler, Traveler the uh, Square Enix game. I'm so glad they kept that uh, that name. Yeah, Octopath Traveler is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to play that game. Uh, I played the demo a bit. I didn't want to spoil too much, so I stopped. But it seems pretty pretty fun. And July twentieth or July thirteenth, pretty cool, pretty soon. It's be great. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the shit out of that. Oh, and then of course, so now we talk a bit more about ports. But we have Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. Love it. Yeah, me too. That's a great game. I didn't watch the trailer for it. Are they adding anything to it? And yes, they have some Mario Odyssey levels. They have way too many fucking games launching in July. Jesus. I'm just looking at the release dates. That comes up July 13th. I also want that. I have to make a list. Uh, that's oh, man. I, I love that game so, so much. It's a really fun game. I, I would I would like to play it again, so I think mm-hmm. I'll buy this version. We have Crash. Yeah, that, is, that is the way you make a puzzle game, man. It, Captain Toads is fun, man. Yeah, because puzzle games are, are way underrated. Uh, and there's so many possibilities you can do, and, and I just love the approach of that game. So, yeah. Nice. Next, we have Crash Bandicoot coming to Nintendo Switch. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's also coming to Xbox One, the Insane tril- Trilogy. Yeah, it's pretty insane that they're that they're actually taking what isn't a Sony property, but what feels like a Sony property, and mm-hmm. putting it on <laughs> different consoles. But it's pretty cool that they're, they're believing the Switch enough to throw it on there, too. So yeah, I'm sure I have it for a PS4. So I don't actually know if I'll buy it for a Switch again, but I always like I always prefer Switch versions only because of the portability, even though they tend to look better on other consoles. But eh, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then we have Okami HD for the Switch. That's pretty cool. But again, I bought it for PS4, so yeah, I don't know. But that that portability that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. The ports continue. We have South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Uh, and the first one, I believe, too, right? That's the best name ever, man. <laughs> it's pretty good. I hear those mm-hmm. games are really good. And I don't know. South Park South Park has grown a lot since this initial release when it was just butt, butt jokes and, and fart and shit to something more of like political commentaries and 
this is a really clever show. I I don't I haven't watched the, the last seasons like I think I'm like four or five, ten seasons behind, but I watched at least the first bulk of the first half of the series and and it evolved quite a bit. I mean, I stopped watching it after the first second season because I thought it was just a stupid, uh, just a dumb show, and then I came back to it as an adult and I was like, holy shit, this show is awesome. And I, I still, I think, I still agree with that. And I think I hear the games continue that tradition of being those games, at least, of being pretty fun and, and clever games. Uh, so my question, of course, what I want to ask is because you say you're the most wholesome person I know. How do you feel about South Park uh, in, in whole, as a whole? Uh, the little I've seen, uh, I think it's pretty smart. You know, they have uh, a good approach to some of the problems. Their 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 analogies to social problems are sometimes amusing yeah it's on the vulgar side which i don't enjoy too much (laughs) but um it's done relatively well so i I mean the 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 the, uh the vulgar aspect of it you know it's it's used in a way that is justified within yeah within the world uh but i what i really enjoy is more the uh the ingenuity in tackling some of these uh topics right yeah yeah it's good that there's a show that's that will tackle both topics and and you know put a commentary on it and sometimes left it up for up for you to decide. But yeah, South, South Park's a pretty great great show. Uh, it's certainly it's like if you're a parent in the '90s who's never seen it since, you you probably have a very wrong opinion of the show, I think. But yeah, it, it's not like that kind of humor is not for everyone. You can and I think like you're kind of alluding to you can you can recognize a show as good for what it's doing, but not be into that kind of humor. And that's perfectly acceptable. Uh, show me what do you think of South Park Curiously? Um, I haven't seen like a you mean you just mean the series? In yeah, general? yeah, just just in general. Uh, so I'm not somebody who's watched it like religiously or anything. Um, I have seen a few episodes, and from what I've seen, a lot of it is funny. But um, I can understand why some of the humor doesn't. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I guess mix well with with certain people um but yeah i don't know uh i think it has its its place in north american you're culture. not gonna ban it you're gonna let it stay yeah cool did you see the uh world of warcraft episode it's kind of a kind of a classic South Park. uh no I don't that one's really so. funny i mean especially if you were playing world of warcraft at the time it was pretty hmm. they they used the uh the in-game graphics so they must have worked with blizzard for it but they basically did half the episode in with the world craft engine <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty funny we did uh, we did look at uh, their animation process in school when they used to do uh, the week long production schedules where they would start at the beginning of the week, uh, just kind of record everything and then do all the animations and do everything in a week versus what you would have for a regular show, which uh, usually takes a lot longer. So they use yeah. Maya for all, for their South Park stuff at least nowadays. I don't know what they did back then, but. I, I don't know. Cool. I can't remember what they used in the video when we watched it in school. But you must have heard of that at some point. The we- the like the episodes taking a week to make. Uh, yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, okay. And I'm sure actually a lot of people. Well, whoever's listening to this, like you know, five million people. Uh, yeah, probably we, we have a big audience. Too. I'm sure at least yeah. some of them haven't heard that though. So. Oh, we're yeah. up to a five million audience now. Yeah, we are. Minus. I mean, I mean, million. we're down to a five million. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah, damn. It's the bleed it's off true. from Cobb's Corner usually. <laughs> kind of comes out of uh, ours. I think yeah. my cat just closed my notes. Yeah, there we are. Nope. Damn you, cat. Um. Yeah, and then we also have Dark Souls coming out 
Dark Souls Remastered, which I'm I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. And we have Hey, could you explain uh, to me that um that solar salute thing? What why was it a big deal? No idea. Oh, okay. Because everybody was like, Oh, they're gonna get that amiibo. I don't know. My friend Sundary J uh is excited he's gonna buy his first amiibo because he's mm-hmm. big into Dark Souls. <laughs> Dark Souls. I think it's just because the knight itself or himself is very funny. I don't know. Praise the sun? Is that a thing? <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, we have to add. There are a few people. Uh, I, I can ask, ask my brother, actually. I'll let you know. Get some experts, some experts out here. If Lef, uh, is, also, if Lef is listening to this, he's probably like shaking his fist. Like, this is why crazy. we need him here. We yeah, need the, yeah. the, the dark underbelly of the bonus barrel world. The, the guy who plays the shady games like Dark Souls. Because it's dark, so right in the title. We need him. We need you. While Shelby's uh, investigating, there's also Little Nightmares Complete Edition. Uh, oh, that, that looks really interesting. Yeah, I have it for PS4, and I haven't got around to playing it yet. Looks fun. <sighs> nobody has, has nobody has time to play PS4, man. I put I'm I play I just I've been playing more PS4 than I have Switch in the last couple months. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you you know what? I haven't turned on my my Switch for a while too. <laughs> yeah. I always go through spurts. If I have a bunch of games on PS4, then I'll probably play a bunch of those, and I'll move on to Switch. It's just, uh, yeah, right now I'm stuck on the Vita because this Xanadu's taking a while. But next, I, next thing I play, I'll be Shadow of the Colossus for the PS4, I think. Oh, Shelby, we you were saying have... it's good, right? No, you were saying that your brother was saying this, that was good. Which one? Shadow of the Colossus HD. Oh yeah, actually, I did play that when I um, when I went home uh, last weekend to my parents' house because my brother had it. He's beaten it a few times already, but uh, yeah, I started. It's beautiful. It's yeah. amazing. My friend uh, also played through it. Yeah, it's it's really good. I didn't get a chance to beat it, but I did. I did uh, get past. Another nice uh, another game for my list for for when I get a PS4. You should buy a PS4. Say I should episode on this. We I agree. Whole app. Uh, I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, I mean okay. CG of the Colossus. She, All right, my brother. CG of the PS4. Huh? Has come <laughs> back with a with an answer. Okay. Uh, he said. Uh, the, the dude, the Praise the Sun dude, uh, he's probably the only genuine friend you have in the whole game, and pretty much everything he says is absolute gold. Oh, okay. There, there you go. go. Yeah, it's just in. Hot off the presses. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right, and just there a few go. more things. Undertale for the Switch. Uh, Undertale's great. See our episode on Undertale, and then you'll understand why it's great. Mm-hmm. We have, like, the fucking 50th release of Hyrule Warriors. If you haven't played it by now, uh, here's your chance. How many uh, systems has that come out on? I think three. Okay. Wii U, uh, 3DS, and then, you know, the Switch. And then it has a bunch of updates. So it keeps, yeah. it keeps coming out. Arms... Well, that's the same for a lot of retro games. Then they keep coming out on all pretty much all the Nintendo consoles if you got the virtual console. Oh, I miss virtual then... console. Bring it back. And then also the NES and SNES minis. There's a, a few more things. So for 3DS, which is a system that still exists, WarioWare Gold, which is just uh, WarioWare games. This is like 300 fast-paced micro games that can be controlled by pressing buttons and tilting and tapping and all those things. Luigi's Mansion, the original one, I guess, is being ported for 3DS. That's pretty cool. A big part why I gave it such a high damage. Because you don't like... Because I love that game. And, if, yeah. and they put it in a 3DS, which is... It's fine, but that means that they're not gonna touch that that franchise for a while. I feel like I I was expecting it to be like like some maybe like an 
a remake or something like that. I don't know. It feels like they it, they're giving it like here's here's some Luigi's Mansion, so don't ask for it again. <sighs> I love that franchise. Not that franchise. I love that game specifically. Anyway, sorry. It's all good. Mario Luigi's Bowser's is a story remake, so just like they did with the Superstar Saga. Kind of surprised they skipped Partners in Time, but they did. Uh, that game's fun, so I'll probably rebuy it. And then we have uh, Detective Pikachu. There's other stuff, but that's the last one I'll end on. That's out in like a f- couple weeks. I'm going to be playing that, so look forward to hearing my opinions on Detective Pikachu. That game looks fucking weird, man. It's like his weird Disney-ish style, and, and, and Pokemon aren't being forced to the balls to fight. They're instead just part of society. What's up with that? Why aren't you enslaving your Pokemon? <laughs> Can't wait to help Pikachu find his his memories and little wanker kid finds out what happened to his dad. It's gonna be a fun time. I actually am looking forward to it, but it's weird. And the fact that we're getting a movie on it is also strange because you know it's gonna be bad, but you know miracles happen. Maybe it'll be great. All right, um, that's that's a lot of stuff from Nintendo Switch. Did I? Oh, well, let's talk real quick about movies. I, I know that we're it's already getting pretty pretty far in the show, but we Shelby. Let's talk about the anime first. Shelly and I watched uh, sorry, little bitch. We we watched a uh, <laughs> yes, pancake an anime called Diabolical Lovers, yeah, uh, which is also a game. Yeah, there's some fun. Well, it was a game first, it. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's an Atome game. So therefore, yeah. an Atome manga. Now, so yeah. we're a little we're a little early for uh, our Valentine's Day episode. So maybe <laughs> maybe maybe it might be worth saving. Some we of can play next it next year. year. <laughs> yeah, that might be pretty funny actually. Oh god. But uh, just you know. Just a little little summary of the for funsies. Main character girl with no personality shows up to a mansion. Yui. You that's right. Karomi, I think. She I don't fucking know. She runs into this dude laying on a couch with one pant leg rolled up. That's his that's yeah. his defining feature. And well she she gets to this mansion. Yeah. Yeah, she gets to a mansion. We don't know why she's there yet. She explains later. Yeah. She's just there. She's there. And he yeah. call he's like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, pancake. He's like, why do you call me pancake? Because you're flat like a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> she has no oh, breasts, God. in case you're wondering what that means. Yeah. Uh, and then she runs off to meet Glasses, Glasses guy. He's, he's yeah. a smart, handsome looking guy. Yeah. Uh, and then she, she keeps running. She's scared. And then she runs into uh, a little boy. Well, he's, he's the youngest looking of these vampire guys, and yeah. he's holding a teddy bear, and he looks crazy. Jordan was instantly in love with him. <laughs> uh, and then we had another guy with a fedora. He yeah. showed up. Um, he's the one that calls her little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, like five times that episode, and like the span, these episodes are short too, so yeah. within the span of 14 or 15 minutes little bitch was said five times yeah and he licks her they lick a lot of them lick oh, her everybody stuff. licks her it was yeah. so fucked up because they're vampires Ugh. you know they're about to about, they have to lick before they bite like, mm, soften you're, the area you're tasty blood. yeah it's like, oh my what the i fuck? love pancakes yeah <laughs> come here little bitch uh, oh and then also God. my favorite guy was <laughs> his intro the was like is the angry boy he's like what are you guys talking about he just he just punches the wall for no reason yeah Every time I'm he's... surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that the whole place isn't covered in just punch, <laughs> like everywhere. broken hole, like holes in the wall. Yeah. Because I doubt that's the first time or the last time that he's gonna be angry and punching things. Yeah, he's my favorite for sure. Uh, yeah. There might be one other guy, but who cares? Anyways, there's the guy who was listening to music. And right. He was the one. He was like the quiet one or whatever. Yeah, headphones guy. Yeah. 
So you Which I'm surprised Jordan didn't like, but I suppose there's the... One's a kid, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's Jordan. Jordan always likes the kid characters. Oh, boy. That's her thing. Oh. That's her thing. I still think this has to be some sort of mistake. Nobody said anything about me being somebody's bride. And, and besides, the six of you? You're all kind of weird. Megan and I, and actually Me- Megan and Jordan, we were all like discussing uh, the tropes that would be in the anime before we started watching it. And we had said, they're, watch, they're going to insult her body, which they did. Yep. They're going to talk to her like she's stupid, which they did. Yep. Uh, they're going to corner her uh, up against the wall, <laughs> yeah. which they did. One arm on the wall. They arm. did. Yeah, well, she's up against the wall, and and like they come over to her and like slam their hand next to yep. like next to her head, and they get in all close and then lick her. I guess. Yep, it's hot. It's weird. Yep. Um, yeah, so this people like this, and this is funny because like the Atome games that Jordan and I have played, with the exception of like certain characters, most of the, of the dudes in it are usually very like respectful uh, and kind, whereas every single one of these dudes is an asshole. Uh, so anyway, that's there you it's, go. It's good, good. Uh, and I, this game, I guess, is also very popular because it's gotten a lot of uh spinoffs <laughs> and DLC and extra Jeez. things added to the original game. Uh, because I was yesterday, uh, I went home and I looked at the CGs, which are like the little cutscene things, not cutscenes, but I guess images you get sometimes, yeah, in certain scenes. And some of them were so messed up, like you know, the little kid character. Uh, in one of them, the girl is like uh, on all fours on the ground, and he's got like a collar thing on her Gross. and like a leash attached to her. <laughs> and it's like, why? Oh my god, why? And anybody in their right mind in that situation would just be like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna leave," and then just fucking leave. Shelby, are you kink shaming her? It's not kink shaming. It's they're basically assault. They they did. That's what they did. They assaulted her, and she's still staying there. Uh, well, uh, she's got to go. She's got to go. She's got to go. There. Get her out. Yeah. Uh, so we also watched a movie called Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Um, yeah. It's, horror movie that we laughed at the whole time. People in the theater seemed to like it, but we were laughing at it. So that's the bad. Yeah, there were also only like 10 people in the theater. It's a horror movie about... So basically the, the worst slash best elements of the first Purge movie thrown into a whole movie. Because it's just idiots with masks who are just trying to be mysterious by either standing in spot or by, yeah. by tilting their head or by giggling or by just holding a knife up and yeah. walking. Really the worst parts slash best parts of Purge. And yeah. uh, this is literally everything you don't do in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. The characters are all insufferable. None of them are likable. Yep. Discount Paul Rudd Absolutely. was the, the most likable. But he was uh, even <laughs> then he wasn't that likable. And then 
The only thing I remember that movie from line wise is, is Tamara Home because this girl keeps coming up asking for some Tamara. Is Tamara Home? Tamara Home. No, she's not. Is, you know and she's also, not. Uh, <laughs> the the when they kill when the main girl finally kills the killer Dollface. Yeah. Dollface is the name, which I guess uh, is is also the same killer from the first movie. Uh, when she asked, "Why are you doing this?" and then the killer was like, "Why not?" Why not? So I've you know nothing's more scary than a person who kills people for yeah. no reason no motivation right? killers are the most no interesting killers because then they're like yeah. oh they'll do anything and yeah yeah and i guess in the first movie when Liv tyler who's also it's surprising that she's in this yeah when she asks why are you doing this uh the killer dollface says because you were home or because you answered the door or something oh, yeah, stupid like she's that like, it was your fate because you were stupid enough to answer the door yeah. So if they had not answered the door, they'd probably be alive. Don't answer the door. Lesson learned. Yeah. I don't is answer Tamara the door. Home? I don't know who oh, it is. Oh God. Fuck that. I don't trust the door. I don't trust the phone. Yeah. I don't trust anything. Uh, ready to go into topic? Yeah. Up next topic. Topic is a game I chose. Um, people who listen to the show may or may not know that I love Dragon Ball. Seiji, you seem interest, or you seem surprised that I prefer Dragon Ball even over Final Fantasy. Yes, I think I prefer Dragon Ball over everything. I love Dragon Ball. I don't know why. I've it's it's perplexed me because there's a lot of franchises I, I adore. Love Marvel comics. I uh, grew up with them, love Final Fantasy, I love Mario, Zelda, all these things. And they all have very strong uh, spot. They have a lot of space in my heart. But for Dragon Ball, for whatever reason, despite liking it later in my life, I was like, I think I was 13 or 14 when I started uh, seeing Dragon Ball because we only got over here later. But I don't know what it is about Dragon Ball, but I can watch it anytime. I reread the manga at least once a year, the whole entire manga. Uh, I fucking try to play at least one of the games every year. I'm obsessed with the anime I and and the manga that's coming out now, the new one for Super. I just love Dragon Ball. I don't know I don't know why. I know the flaws of the series, it has many, but I I love it. I love powering up. I love shouting your attack names. I love Goku and all the characters. And I love I love lots of fights, I love tournaments. Fucking dumb villains. I love them all. Love Dragon Ball. It's the best. So what game would I pick to make my close friends play? One well, other than Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP. Based on the hit film, Dragon Ball Evolutions, which is adapted, of course, from Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Evolutions. Uh, we, we, we not only played the game, but we also watched the movie. Fun fact, I own the movie on Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball, which is currently... Dragon Ball Evolutions currently rocking a 2.6 on Medi- or IMDb. Not low enough. Uh, it is yes. So let's see. Let's look at Wikipedia. It was directed by James Wong, produced by people, uh, based on Dragon Ball, of course, starring Justin Chatwin, 
Emmy Rosam, Jamie Chung, Chow Yun Fat, and James Mars. I still can't believe Chow Yun Fat is in this fucking movie. He he isn't. He's Ugh. a he's, he's a Mutant Roshi. Uh, film is based on a Japanese Dragon Ball manga created by Akira Toriyama. Uh, <laughs> it's distributed by 20th Century Fox. It is the first official live action adaptation of the Dragon Ball manga. It was released in Japan and several other Asian countries in March 2009, and the United States in April 10th of 2009. It received negative reviews by critics and fans and was a box office disappointment, grossing $57.5 million with a budget of $30 million. Oh, well, it, it made money at least. It did make money. So they money. were able to pay everybody who works on it. <laughs> um, so, CG, I know you, you've read the original Dragon Ball manga, right? So you you know you're quite familiar with it, and, and of course I am as well. And I don't know how much you've watched or read of any of Dragon Ball Shelby. I guess let's start things off quickly with how familiar are you with the franchise? Which one? Uh, Shelby, as I already know you're familiar with it. I used to when it was on like YTV when I was a kid, like Dragon Ball Z. Um, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of that, and also Dragon Ball GT when that was coming out, which I recently found out that it was Dragon Ball GT. But um, <laughs> just because it all kind of blends together. That's fair. Uh, but I, anytime I, I watched it, I always got to, um, the Cell Saga and actually maybe a bit further than that. So you never watched the original Dragon Ball then? Uh, I think. Like when he was a kid. I did watch that because I do remember dinosaurs dying and him being sad, I think. I think that's Gohan. Oh, is it Gohan? Well, Go- Gohan sure? kills dinosaurs to be a Dragon Ball. Oh, does he? Tails oh, no, live, I don't. But. Oh, okay, that might have been yeah. Okay, because Goku, I don't know, child all, Goku uh, would never be sad yeah. about killing a dinosaur to eat because <laughs> he would. <laughs> no, like uh, a lot of the memories that I have of it are all they like, all kind of run together. But like I do know a lot of the characters and stuff. It, completely fine, um, not not to to know that. I mean, that's fine because most people don't watch Dragon Ball. Honestly, most people watch Z and on. Uh, so yeah. if I could, I'll try to summarize the original Dragon Ball quickly enough because it, of course this movie's based off of it. Original Dragon Ball has Goku chilling at home. His grandpa's dead mm-hmm. because uh, he killed him by accident when he looked at the full moon, turned into the Ozaru, and stomped on him. <laughs> so he's chilling by himself. Bulma shows up looking for a Dragon Ball. And, uh, you know, he's like, can't have it. It's my it's my grandpa. It's his, his memento. So he's like, all right. She tricks him. He's like, you travel with me, and, and I'll just borrow your Dragon Ball. Not realizing, of course, that once you wish, once you use a wish, Dragon Balls turn to stone and scatter for one year. So they're going on a journey. They meet up. And he meets... Uh, Yamcha and he meets Poir and Oolong, not in that order. And they're basically being pursued by a group of people called the, the Pilaf Gang. And uh, these are this Pilaf is this emperor who also wants a Dragon Ball. He wants to wish for world domination. So in the end, he wants to capture them all. They're in this 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 temple, and uh, they're they're stuck in there. And eventually, they get out because Goku looks at the full moon, turns into the Ozaru, and uh, Oolong steals the wish by wishing for women's panties instead of um, world domination. So that's like the very first arc of Dragon Ball. Very simple. Also during that arc, he meets Master Roshi by saving their sea turtles. So this sets up the second arc where he's like, hey, uh, come train with me sometime. You're Gohan's kid. I trained your, your grandfather. And, uh, you know, you have potential. So Goku shows up, meets Master Roshi. He's, and Krillin shows up as well, wanting to be trained by Master Roshi. And this is, sets up their friendship and they become kind of rivals. Krillin, I would say, is very important to the mythology of Dragon Ball, which would come into play during Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, so... You know, Goku, Goku and Krillin are training by Roshi. They're his first students and in, in a long time. And he's like, hey, I think you're going to be ready for the, the um, Budokai. I can't remember if, what number it is. It's, like it's the 25th or 26th Budokai. 
And so they go to the tournament, and he enters the tournament as Jackie Chun because he doesn't want his students to win the tournament and get a big head and, and then go on thinking that they, you know, he doesn't want to see their potential ruined. So he wins the tournament. So after that is the Red Ribbon Army saga where basically the Red Ribbon Army is trying to take all of the Dragon Balls for themselves, and they wind up getting in Goku's way. And then a bunch of shit happens there. Uh, but Goku winds up destroying the army all on his own because Goku's the best. Um, during this time, he also meets with the uh, attendant of God who tells him, who trains him for a little bit and he gets way strong, uh, which will lead up to the next arc, which I believe is the Piccolo arc. Uh, I'm really rushing through things here, but Piccolo arc, which is what this, this movie's kind of based off of, uh, basically has this old Namekian who at the time was just, you know, they just called him an, an alien or whatever. They didn't really, Toriyama did not know they call them the Namics. Yeah, I don't think they're referring to the Namekians. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. They don't even know. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so God, God in Dragon Ball can be immortal. Immortal becomes God, and then they overlook the planet. So, in this case, God is actually a Namekian. Of course, again, at this point, they don't know what Namekians are. And because to become God, way back in the past, he's like, "Look, you have to split from yourself because there's too much evil in your heart. You have to shed all the evil from your heart." So, what what Piccolo does is he he does which just call him Kami at this point, he does uh, eject all the evil, and that evil becomes Piccolo, the bad, bad Piccolo. And then the mortals kind of have to deal with him because he can't kill... he The god, Kami, the good guy, can't kill the evil part because A, it'll kill himself, and B, gods can't commit suicide. So the mortals are kind of left dealing with Piccolo and Master Roshi and his master and, and the uh, the crane turtle master, the crane master, which is another, another uh, martial artist, they all together are fighting Piccolo, and they use something called the Mafuba to seal him into a rice cooker. Uh, so they seal him into the rice cooker, and, and they think they throw it in the ocean. So that's the end of Piccolo. This is way before Dragon Ball starts. So then in, in the future, the Pilaf gang, who you see in the first arc, they find the, the pressure cooker. They open mm -hmm. up Piccolo. He's old. He's decrepit. And he wants the Dragon Ball so he can get his youth back. That's his whole motivation. He's like, I want to be back in my prime. That's where I had all my power. No one could ever stop me if I was when I was young. So... He gets free. He starts blowing up cities. He's basically won. He killed Master Roshi. Dies trying to sealing in the Mafuba. He fails. Mm -hmm. Tien tries the same. Tien also fails. Um, actually, Tien's going to do it, but but he's knocked out. Krillin is killed at the beginning of that arc by one of his his uh, one of uh, Piccolo's creations. Piccolo creates. He barfs up eggs, which creates like these demons that are not nothing in common with what's in this film. And yeah. So, anyways, Krillin dies. Master Roshi dies. A bunch of characters are dying at this point. And Goku, Goku also seemingly dies, but what happens is Goku just barely manages to live. He's saved by a new character at the time called Yajirobe, uh, <laughs> and he winds up going. <laughs> he winds up going back up to close to heaven, where he drinks something called the Super Holy Water, which unleashes all of his power. He goes back, punches a hole through Piccolo, and kills him. Uh, before that, Piccolo barfs up another egg. I've seen the punching, like you probably, Piccolo yeah. Getting. yeah, yeah. That's a pretty. They, they they show it a lot in flashbacks. In, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, in, do in, they? It's a pretty iconic moment of the original Dragon Ball. So then after that, yeah. you know, he barfs up an egg and young Piccolo comes. That leads nicely into Dragon Ball GT. Or mm -hmm. Z. But of course, it has nothing to do with, with this movie. So that so that's a very big verbal diarrhea, uh, the events of Dragon Ball. Now, this movie manages to get, I think, almost all of it wrong. Uh, so let's go over the movie real quick. The movie star Okay. <laughs> so right away, there's so many things wrong with it. Goku does not kill Grandpa Gohan. Which is kind of a part of what I mean. It wasn't deal, dealt with with the depth that a, a, such a theme could could be dealt with. But Dragon Ball is never heavy on deep topics. But you know, Goku is kind of disappointed to find out that he killed his grandpa when he was older. 
but in this movie, he doesn't. Uh, so it's Goku's birthday, and Grandpa's like, hey, don't stay out too late, Goku. And Goku, who is a teenager in this and not like a 10-year-old. or Yeah, yep. Goku is 12 at the Indian Dragon Ball, I believe. And But he's going to high school. So we kind of start off with – you start off with these really uncomfortable close-ups of, of Justin Chatwin's nose uh, as sweat drips down. And he's doing this really weird training thing with, with Grandpa Gohan. They're just they're, – they're, they're fighting. So this is fine. That, that scene's okay. But then after that scene, he's immediately going to high school where he's, where he's picked on by a group of youths. Of bullies. <laughs> hey, Kiko, as they call him. Kiko! <laughs> so, so, you know, Goku's like, I can't use my real abilities on these guys. I'd, I'd mop the floor with them, but I can't. This is after they destroy his bike, right? Yeah, yeah he, he he drives to school on his motorized bicycle, and they fucking yeah. ride over it with their car. Because these guys are as bully as you can get. Yeah. And then, um, what, Chi-Chi comes out? Chi-Chi goes to high school with him, and Goku's super into Chi-Chi. Goku, by the way... There's not many characters I would say are asexual in the world of, of media, but Goku's pretty damn asexual. This guy has never kissed his wife, which has been confirmed in even the current Dragon Ball Super. I don't know how he had babies, but I don't think he knew what he was doing when he made them. This guy is just not interested. He married Chi-Chi because he made a promise that he'd marry her not knowing what marriage is, and because he's just a simpleton, decided, okay, I guess I'll have to keep my, keep my promise, shrug, and that's, that's it. But in this, he's like fucking full-on... Uh, Pants tenting Chi Chi, he is into her. Uh, and and yeah, so bullies destroy his car. She's like, "Hey, you coming to the party tonight, Goku?" Tee And Goku's like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna go to the party." But Grandpa's like, "Hey, man, it's 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 your birthday, Goku. Aren't we gonna hang out with our birthday?" Instead of telling Grandpa Gohan what he's gonna do, he sneaks out. There's no there's yeah. no indication whatsoever that Gohan would have a problem with him going out. Just he just decides I gotta go out, mm-hmm. and he goes out. He parties. He destroys a car. Chi Chi McRoberts. Is that her name? Well, in the game, when it cuts to the party scene, it says McRoberts Mansion. Oh my god! So I'm assuming. Chi uh, Chi McRoberts. Her last name in this is McRoberts. Actually, I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. So he goes to McRoberts Mansion. He parties. The bullies full up. Show up. He decides he's done with his shit. Goku beats up the bullies. Uh, while this is happening, Piccolo shows up looking for the Dragon Ball, and he destroys the house and kills Grandpa Gohan. So up to this point, Seiji, how are you feeling about the movie? Uh, <laughs> confused. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed like they weren't even trying at some point. I don't know. I liked Erica's uh, point of view. <laughs> well, she said something she about it. Uh, I don't think... I should say on on the air, but you know, like for very geared towards American audiences, probably like the people that don't don't or wouldn't understand Dragon Ball. So they they were trying to maybe you know to to make it understandable to like the the, the yeah. broader American. They're trying to accommodate a larger audience, but it's just. I don't know. It's so confusing and it's it's bad. It's just bad. Did Erica like uh, Dragon Ball at all? Like the original Dragon Ball stuff? She's familiar with it because it, it was extremely popular in Mexico. Right. Uh, so she knows about it. So she looks at the characters and, and they, they don't. Because all the the base <laughs> characters in Dragon Ball are really. They have unique shapes and colors yeah. and personalities. And in here, there's. you know. You cannot. 
do a live action. I, I'm convinced you cannot do a live action version of Dragon Ball and have it look decent. Like there are fan stuff that looks passable, but that's just barely. Like the hairstyle, the the just the style of Toriyama is so distinct. I just uh-huh. don't think it translates. Now a Pixar version of Dragon Ball could be really really cool, and I would be all for that. But like a live action one just doesn't look right. So it's also worth noting that okay, at this point you meet Piccolo, of course. So Piccolo shows up out of nowhere. He's the one that destroys Grandpa Gohan's house, and he's all, uh, you know, where's Dragon Ball? And I don't think he finds it. Uh, his his assistant is Mai. Now that may mean nothing to people who don't know Dragon Ball, but of the original Pilaf gang, it was Pilaf and Mai and Shu. Shu was a dog man. Mai was was a, a human girl, and. Pilaf gang is not in this movie, of course, but for the, they, I guess they're decided. Well, we need we need someone, someone else, in this movie. So we'll just take Mai or make her a ninja assassin instead of a doofy, a doofus, which is what she kind of is in the original, <laughs> original Dragon Ball. And so she's like the only other antagonist in this film. So you have Piccolo, who's in who, man, what what is he even wearing? Like a biker suit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like some really, <laughs> uh body hugging armor thing yeah, like yep. Batman forever style yeah yeah <laughs> and Mai's wearing a sexy sleek uh quote-unquote assassin onesie she's got a boob window yeah, boob. Well, yeah you need those right how else will you see yeah. the boobs exactly uh so at this point goku comes home and is like hey grandpa oh shit my house is fucked up oh no oh my birthday and uh he comes in sees grandpa he's dead it's sad he uh he's he mustering all of his acting might he silently says no i don't think it actually shows him yelling or anything like that does it no it no, doesn't i think game, actually though. when we were watching the movie that you said that uh in the game there's a which there's a crappy cut my theory about the game by the way is that they got the script before the movie was out and they adapted from the script because i think there's extra shit in this game that's not in the movies um oh, okay yeah, so Go- Goku buries Gohan, and he's, like, chilling up the next day. He's crying and shit, which is fine. And then uh, in comes Bulma. Oh, Bulma. Bulma, I don't think her name's Briefs in this. Is it? Well, it should be. Uh, no, is it's... Is it Edison? Uh... <laughs> I can't remember. No, it's something real stupid. Let me just All look right. it up, because I do remember seeing it. Well, uh, Bulma shows up, and she's looking for... Not the Dragon Balls, but the Prometheum Orbs, as she calls them. She wants the Prometheum Orbs uh, not for the wish that they grant, but as a power supply for the world. It's going to provide clean energy to everyone, the Prometheum Orbs. Mm-hmm. And so Goku is like, hey, you're not taking my Prometheum Orb, because it's my grandpa's. And just, I guess the only thing it has in common with the current one is that... Oh, wait, no, does he go with them because of Piccolo, not because... Of her? I can't recall. Which one? Uh, I'm trying to remember why he goes with her. And, uh, Bulma Enchanto. Oh, that's right. Bulma In the video Enchanto. game version. Her name is Enchanto in the video game version, but Brief is in the, the movie. They movie. must have changed it. Oh, yeah, she says I'm Bulma Briefs, which also, like, I don't know how I feel about that. At least it's accurate. Uh, yeah, I guess. Goku offers Bulma his protection in exchange for her helping him find Roshi. So Gohan dies, and he says, I guess he's supposed to find Master Roshi. I think he finds a box with his gi in it and a note from Gohan. Yeah. So, yeah. so they go to Palazzo City, and, and he finds Roshi, uh, who lives on a, in an apartment building in the middle of a, of a I don't know, a vacant, a vacant <laughs> lot, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought there was water. Is there water? I couldn't there. tell. It's so ugly. Everything's, everything's <laughs> ugly about this place. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chow Young Fat, who I I do like, uh, but he's yeah. Master Roshi. Master Roshi is young-ish, and has hair, which is just not right. Not even wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But at least they have he has a button-up shirt, so that's something. No turtle. Yep. What for how so? Manager tells him about Piccolo. He's like, "Hey, we need help. We're gonna find these Dragon Balls." He's like, oh, "I'll help you, and I'll train you." And let's go. And the first thing you need to do is to train is to wear this giant backpack full of stuff. You'll carry this, you know, kind of like the turtle shell from the original. At some point, Goku's eating a giant piece of chicken. So I guess they're they're, they're trying to think of <laughs> yeah, he's got the giant like turkey leg. <laughs> How can we get no some reason. Dragon Ball? How can we get some Dragon Ball into this Dragon uh-huh. Ball movie? So they're in the desert, and then they fall down a hole. Somehow they don't notice a giant pit in front of them. Oh. They've... Well, they're driving on the bike, aren't yeah. they? And then that's how, like... Or a yeah. truck thing or, or something. It's, it's like um... A, like a half bike. It's got a name. Oh, it's a capsule core something. <laughs> Yamcha says what it is. Right, he does. In the game. I can't remember, though. He's I like, think, isn't I, that a blah, 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 I blah, think that's blah, where blah. the movie stops, like, trying. At that point, when, when yeah. they, they, they fall into the hole, and then like they, they waste like like I don't know how long, like a whole day, and then Roshi just jumps out of it like nothing. You're like oh, yeah. in the game, it's uh, Goku yeah. jumps out of it. Yeah, Goku. Good thing we got these changes; we can tell the differences. Geeko. Well, in Geeko the movie, jumps out of the hole. <laughs> in the movie, like Goku's trying to like climb up, right? Yeah, it, yeah. And it also, also makes no sense that he cannot do it. Anyway, it also it's it's worth noting that he's trying to learn the four elements uh, in this movie. He's isn't that three? Three, uh, sure. It's three in the he's game. A, he's a bender. He's a bender in this. So uh, fire, water, and yeah. air bending. So that'll come back later. We'll get back to the bending. Mm-hmm. Um, so decide besides the fact that Goku's an avatar. Um, mm-hmm. So so Roshi gets tired after he you know he does exposits some plot about Piccolo, and Yamcha's just chilling up top being a douche. He jumps up. He's like, hey, you better help. Yamcha has a signature drill <laughs> that he uses to to open the the hole down below so they get the other Promethean more. <sighs> so they get <laughs> so now he's gonna join them uh, because he was touched. He yep. was moved by the story, and he's also promised money and riches. And yep. he needs to protect his investment. Yeah, that's right. Checks in the mail. I need to protect my investment. <laughs> I'm going with you guys. After that, like, they travel to some temple. They meet Ernie Hudson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he talks about using the mafia block. He's like, "Ah, oh, Piccolo's back." And the guy's like, "Oh shit, I was there. I remember that. That was rough stuff here." Let's let's yeah. seal him back up. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna die if you use it, though." And he's like, oh, "I gotta do it. Gotta save the world." Also, I'm gonna mm-hmm. teach Goku how to use the the key bending techniques, the Kamehameha. <sighs> so he also sees Chi Chi there, and he's like, "Oh man, Chi Chi, fuck! I wanna I wanna fuck you so hard." That's basically the 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 implications of this conversation. And yeah. um, before they do that, they go to the mountain, right? Or is that yeah? They go to the they go to the mountain. Mountain, a volcano. <laughs> I guess Frypan Mountain. Yeah. If we're going to go by old, by real Dragon Ball, uh, actually, I shouldn't dirty that up. During this this part, go, go <laughs> Piccolo sends his Power Ranger rejects over to him. The putties, the putty, the, the, the soup that putty patrol, the Fulum, and yeah. they're like, "Oh no, we got to fight these putties." They're like, boom, 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 boom. and then um, you know, and then they find out whenever you kill one putty, <laughs> two more putties come up. So then Goku yeah. gets the, the genius idea to start knocking putties into the lava. And they just mm-hmm. float there. I guess they're they're not melting. They just float. Well, they there's a brief time that um, they're in a nice because I think the bodies are still trying to regenerate as they are dying in the magma. Okay. So there's a brief. They've got a, just a small window of time that they can use these things to jump over to the other Never side. Never mind the, the fact the that there's there's a lava flow. So these things should be floating yeah. down, but they're not. Goku jumps across. Mai shows up. She's like, "What's a jet? <laughs> she has a jetpack." 
Yeah. <laughs> also, I should I should yeah. mention that you can't get anywhere near actual hot yeah, no, magma, lava, any yeah. of that. You can't do that. You will burn your skin. That's why people even even further away than what these characters yeah. were in the movie wear protective of course, gear. It's too hot. You yeah, but he might have been using the firebending <laughs> techniques that we that they mentioned yeah. to get through it. Yeah. Goku jump, has his genius plan. He jumps over the bodies that don't sink under the lava, that don't go down, that don't flow down, that don't melt. And he grabs the Dragon Ball, jumps back over. Oh, we did it! Yeah, let's go to the temple. And they go to there's this tournament going on. Chi Chi's in the tournament. She's fighting people. Goku's there, and they had this part. Oh, one of my favorite scenes. It's in the it's in the game too. And it's Goku's like, I have to learn the Kamehameha because Master Roshi's like my teacher and he's teaching me how. This is going to be Goku's voice now. And I have to learn the Kamehameha. Oh, man, it's so hard. I can't. I'm not good at airbending. Oh, I wish I was more like Ong. And that's, of course, referencing the last airbender, Ang, and not, not the not the real one. I want to be more like Ong and, and use my uh, my airbending techniques. And she's like, hey, man, you could use sexuality as a, as a way to, to get your key going. Every time <laughs> <laughs> she says incentive, she says, maybe you need an incentive. And he was like, oh. and, and then the most egotistical things here. She's like, every time you get a candle out with your Kamehameha, you can take one step closer to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and the game has yeah. you whenever that happens, the game moves the, his, him over. A little. Just the dude. Yeah. yeah just the moves picture. the stupid sprite. Over. We'll talk more about the game very shortly. I know this episode's going yeah. long and I apologize, but it's, it's worth saying. And we're almost to the end of the movie. And you get one step closer to me. And so Goku is like using the power of a of, of, of young teenager being into a woman manages to mm-hmm. put out all the candles and he gets closer to the kiss in the movie. I can't remember. They do. Yeah. So but romantic. she says you might want to blow out all the candles. Oh, right. Part. He does. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And then blows them all out. But there's one part that I thought was What's funny uh, in the game, too, uh, which is when he fucks up and then she says, oh, now you have to take a step back. And he's like, that's not part of the rules. And she's like, my game, my rules. And it was just, yeah, it was fantastic. Great writing. She's a great character, Chi-Chi McRoberts. Yeah. You know what? Just because her name is Chi-Chi doesn't make her a complete idiot. Okay. <laughs> is that the actual line? Did you look it up? That's, nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Seiji. <laughs> so at this point at this area uh, Goku I guess he's recovering from their whatever they were doing because he's he's away from Chi Chi in the moment and, uh, and Yamcha and and, and uh, Bulma are, are bonding a, a bit I guess in the hallway and, and Chi Chi walks out like ah hey guys I, I just got this bag here sounds exactly like that yeah I'm just gonna be going now and then she leaves <laughs> and then Goku shows up and then other Chi Chi's there like hey what's going on and, like, and he's uh, what's my voice for Goku I, don't, I already forget hey guys this I can't remember I was just hanging out with Chi Chi. Now you sound like Yamcha, yeah. like movie Yamcha. <laughs> Yo, bro, this is Yamcha. What's yeah. up? All right, so Giko and them go off and they find Chi Chi and Chi Chi. Oh my God, Goku! This Goku must have just been fucking unable to sit down for a week because he saw two Chi Chi's fighting each other. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the, oh, the, the boner barrel joke, Seiji. Um, boner barrel. And so, so <laughs> they they fight, and, and Goku winds up beating up the wrong Chi-Chi. Yeah, just not even like holding back, just yeah, beats the shit out of her. He's like, "Oh, I know a Chi-Chi's a real one." Wham! Yeah. And then she's down. It was the wrong Chi-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that affected the relationship in the future. Like, you know, every time they get in an argument in the future, yeah. she's like, "Do you remember the time where you punched me?" 
<laughs> you, the, you thought you knew me and loved me, but you get the wrong me. Ugh, you're you're so taking out the garbage tonight. That's that's like that's his future. You are so taking out the garbage. Yeah, tonight. it's like yeah. common marriage issues. You know, like you're in the doghouse. Yeah, because you once yeah. punched me 36 years ago, and I do not forget. <laughs> I'm like an elephant. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, so, so Piccolo has the Dragon Balls, and now they this, they put them in a pedestal in a gigantic temple. Comes up out of nowhere. You have to put in this like nursery rhyme to to get the dragon to show up. But before that happens, oh, by uh, the way, this whole time, anytime they find a Dragon Ball, uh, Giko oh, has, right. um, uh, a yep. vision of uh, Ozaru. Yes. Now the legend, the destroyer. Of, the legend, of course, in this series is that the the Namex, not the Namekians, but the Namex, the Namex, like actual pole planets. They rode the he rode a meteor to Earth with his attendant, yeah. the, the Saiyan, the Saiyan attendant. So in this one, the Saiyan was was the Ozaru, and it came with the Namex yeah. to uh, to destroy the Earth. So uh, that's a bit of backstory. So Goku <laughs> keeps. He also see- calls him Kakarot too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, the game which one is he? Is he fucking Ozaru Kakarot? Is he Giko? I was wondering. <laughs> Make up your fucking mind. I was wondering how he knew the name Kakarot, and, and I guess apparently, yeah. okay. So somehow, eighteen years ago, Giko rode with 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 Piccolo. So what is he a baby? But also two thousand years ago. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't understand this. It's timeline. all the timelines all fucky. Anyways, they're on Earth. Uh, Gigo uh, Yamcha's van decides it can fly, and they fly there to try and stop. Um, stop it's him. Yamcha's truck. Sorry, Yamcha's truck yeah. decides it can fly, and <laughs> it gets there in time. And then there's a fight. Roshi tries the Mafuba. He fails. He dies. Yeah. Uh, 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 so let's see. Yamcha shoots Mai in the back, right? Yeah. Uh, this is, I think, after G- uh, Goku turns into. Ozaru. Oh yeah. At some point, Goku t- turns into the Ozaru, which is what the Dragon Balls were. Sorry, the Prometheum Orbs were predicting would happen. He yeah. starts raffle stomping everyone, and <laughs> and basically, uh, yeah, he he manages to summon up, find his humanity. He turns back into yeah. regular Giko, and then and I remember in the theater. Okay, so I saw something in the theaters. Excited. Oh no! Me. I was like, okay, this whole movie. I'm like, all right, now we're gonna get the saving all for this. We're gonna get a badass fight scene. There's the yeah. auras flying. Come on, give me something so I can go home it's and not, not be disappointed. It's not good. And it was uh, there's barely anything. It was a beam battle, and then it was yep. pretty much over. And uh, I, I've said this on the show before that my friend Greg and I once we watched the movie 2012, and it was kind of a boring movie, but there was so much destruction that we were just we were just head cannoning Vegeta, Goku and Frieza fighting in the background. That was a more entertaining fight scene than the the fight scene in this movie. Our pretend fight scene where the world was getting fucked up was way more entertaining than what's supposed to be the climax of this film. Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting this movie to be bad just acting-wise and also just in keeping with the lore. Yeah. But uh, I think they were expecting good fight scenes at least. At least. There and was, there were none. There none. And none. It's, it's worth mentioning, by the way, Like I, I do ironically love this movie. It, this movie <laughs> is awful, but I, I've watched it a few times now, and I will watch it again. I, I have a, a, a friend of mine, she's a... She's tutoring me in Japanese, and I want to watch it with her before she leaves because I think I can't wait to see her opinion on this because it's going to be hilarious. But uh, I, I think the movie's a blast to watch. It gets everything wrong. Unlike the Full Metal Alchemist movie that is a Japanese live-action movie, actually, that just came out over here, that movie is fucking boring, and it is not fun to watch. So I'll give Dragon Ball that. Anyways, finds up wishing for Roshi to come back to life, and that's how the movie ends. It's real good. He goes back to high school, right? Doesn't it end with him yeah, in high school? Yeah, and he makes it with Chi-Chi at the end, too. Yeah, well, he, you know, Goku's known for his sexuality. Yeah. Oh, no, at the end, uh, it's him and Chi-Chi fighting. 
Oh, that's She's right, like, right, right. Oh, like, yeah, I let you hit me. Match. I let you hit me. He's like, no, I was holding back. I let you, yeah. you I let you. Uh, <laughs> so that leads us to the game. And I have a theory about the game. I think that yeah. they had two months to make this thing. They rece- Oh, there's no way they didn't have any more than fucking two months to make <laughs> they it. They received the script. The movie wasn't finished. They mm-hmm. said, all right, you have two months to finish this thing. And they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? Okay, well, first of all, we're going to take the battle system from our other games, from the Shin Budokai games for the PSP. Yep. We're going to take that. Uh, we're going to quickly take some models, and we're just going to paint over those models, and we're going to throw them on top of our old models. Next, what we're yep. going to think we're going to do, we don't have time for this shit. Let's just take stills from the movie, and we're just going to yep. we're going to put it in Photoshop. We're going to run a, a fucking Gaussian blur over it. Just take some, just take a fucking solid brush and just draw outlines over it. Bam, got everything there. Okay, now we just you slide these things around, throw the text in from the script, and 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 we'll and you know what? we have a little bit extra time. Let's 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 model Yamcha's truck and make it fly for three seconds. Yep. Bam, Dragon Ball Evolutions. And the truck in the cutscene, by the way, uh, not the not the 3D one, but when you first see the truck, it is bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. Does not match the 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 direction of the of the movie. It looks like something from a cartoon or a, just a I don't know, like kids' toy line. It looks like a little Tonka truck. <laughs> it's uh yeah, um, it's, but all they did was they made a fighting game with like. How many characters? I think it was like 12, 10 or 12 characters Not or something, isn't it? many? Let me open up my manual here. Yeah, and that's all they needed to do was make uh, this fighting game, and then the rest of it was bulked out with uh, visual novel-style yeah. cutscenes. visual novel-style. Oh, and, and two or three full cutscenes. Yeah. For three seconds. Uh, we had yeah. Goku, Bulma. Uh, oh, wow. Actually, character bio is here. <laughs> Bulma Enchanto is a plucky young woman whose athleticism is only matched by her remarkable genius. With a PhD in applied mechanics and a minor in tactical weaponry, Bulma oh, is modified gearhead. She puts her technical know-how to good use on the battlefield, wielding her pistols in expert positions. Master Roshi, Yamcha, Gohan, you can play as Grandpa Gohan. Chi-Chi, of course. Fulam, you can play as one of the Fulams. You can play as Uzaru, Mai, and Piccolo. And those are your characters in this game. Bam. Uh, yep, and uh, I mean the the fighting the fighting portion of the game is 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 fine. I find um, I'm not a big fighting game expert, so it's hard for me to comment too much on the mechanics. Except that mm. it seemed like a real game; it wasn't broken. Yeah, I wasn't very good at it, but that doesn't say much. Um, yeah, Seiji. Yes, I, I know I've I've dominated the show a lot, and I apologize. Um, what what do you think about the game? Tell me your experience. Sum up the game as best you can. Well, it's a fighting game, and and the fighting aspects of it are half decent. So there's no real complaint there. It's pretty standard, it seems. Like, it's button mashy. That's its biggest, like, flaw. Uh, But as a... As a product, like, the whole whole package is pretty bad, because it's associated with the the movie mainly. Uh, But it's a pretty mediocre game. There's not not much to talk about, but the the actual link to the movie, which is conspicuously bad, and that is what makes it bad. I think I would I would say that as an adaptation, okay, the movie as an adaptation of the Dragon Ball series is horrible. As mm-hmm. an adaptation of the movie, I think it's fine. Like yeah, if you if you consider it as not Dragon Ball but just an adaptation of the Dragon Ball movie, the, the combat system is fine. Tells the story of the movie, has all the characters that you could want from the movie movie in it. Um, it has a few extra modes. So, you know, as a, as a game, it's actually not terrible. 
But when you consider it's that it's it's the third, it's like a a bad a good retelling of an awful movie based off a, a great show. Mm-hmm. You get some some problems there. Yeah, it's only bad because of its associations. Yeah. Uh, the the game is mediocre, which I think it's worse than being bad. But that's just my I, that's my I take. Find it okay. Like mm-hmm. I don't hate it because again, it's based on the movie that I ironically like. So I got amusement from it. It's it's a little on a little bit on the long side. I guess it could have been a bit shorter. I mean that's good for good for people who want who aren't rushing through games, mind you. But uh, I I know reading them say Geeko, looking at the terrible like it's a, it's an ironic thing. Like it is bad, but like looking at the stupid stills of Justin Chatwin and, and his bullies, like I I I laugh a lot playing the game. So there's that. And then when I had to do the gameplay, it wasn't it wasn't a chore because the, the battle system was was serviceable. So and and it also has a, like quite a bit of modes too, which is which you know they could have just gave you a, an arcade mode and a shitty story mode and that's it, but there there's quite a quite a few modes in the game. I'm kind of surprised by that to be honest. Well, the thing is that Dimps is a solid developer, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like pieced together from like old stuff. So it is. It's, I don't it's know. from the, the other Dragon Ball games for PSP, which yeah. I actually have handy here. Yeah. Uh, the problem with the, these kinds of games is, is that they're just like piece together, right? Yeah, and they're not fun. I don't find <sighs> it's a kind of game that is hard to review because it's not so bad that it that is annoying or like like it's noticeably bad. It's just that it's bland, right? It is, and that yeah. is that is a problem. Yeah, I have with it. It's pretty fair criticism, I think. Um, yeah, I get. Let's just go to to damage then, and like summaries because honestly the movie is the bulk of it and the gameplay we pretty much covered so anything else we want to say about it we can just do in our in our closing you want to go first shelby sure. oh i oh damage right uh game gets three hearts and we are responsible for how much of one heart remains for each of us so no damage means you love the game would recommend to everyone zero or full damage means you hate the game and would recommend to no one and that you hate the fact that you played it and everything in between um, so it's a recommendation system, not necessarily a quality system. So Shelby, go ahead. All right. Um, so it took me um, about an hour and 20-some minutes to beat the game, like from start to finish, the story <laughs> mode, uh, where I thought it was going to be around three hours. So yesterday I told myself, I'm going to give this about an hour and a half of play, and then that should be enough. Um, just I didn't think it was going to get much more in-depth than that. Uh, and it wasn't even an hour and a half yet, and I had beaten the game. So, That's all good. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it went by very, very quickly. A lot of it was just stupid cutscenes. Um, the art is horrible. Um, their faces, uh, what it reminded me of, like the faces on the models reminded me of uh, Goldeneye. Uh, <laughs> Like, just the textured face, yeah. and the eyes don't move or anything like that. Yeah. So you can tell how much effort was put into... You know, it's obvious that this game didn't get a lot of dev time. Um, and obviously it suffered for it, but I don't think they were really trying to make uh, this groundbreaking <laughs> new fighting game based off of a movie that didn't do well at all. But, uh, yeah. Um, the Obviously, the writing's horrible. Uh, I And it was... I, I don't want to say it was easy, but it was easy. It was I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah. I died once at uh, at Yamcha. 
uh, and that was honest to God because I was playing with my controller and my cat was playing with the cord and she pulled the cord out of the computer. <laughs> so I couldn't fucking beat him. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I was mad the whole time. Uh, I plugged my controller back in. I died. So I was like, fuck this, played it again. And then I died once at uh, Piccolo. Yeah, at the very I died end. a few times at Piccolo. Otherwise I didn't yeah. die at all, which is funny. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's also very boring if, I'm just give full damage. Like, there's no saving this game. I feel so bad for it, but in the movie, like, you know, yeah. What would you damage full, the movie? Full, full damage. Full damage in the movie too. Yeah, the movie was at least fun to watch with you guys, so I'll yeah. give that three quarters damage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Seiji. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm not as big as a fan as you of Dragon Ball, but I did grow up with it. I was really, really young when I when I got introduced to Dragon Ball. And I spent all of my childhood and early teens watching it. So I have a really deep attachment to the series, especially Dragon Ball, more so than Dragon Ball Z, which is what is more popular here in North America, I feel. Yeah, it is. Um, in Mexico, also, Dragon Ball uh, Z is it's very, very popular. I think more so than Dragon Ball. But in my generation, I think a lot of people have really fond memories of, of Dragon Ball. And one thing that I think you didn't mention in your um, your quick rundown of Dragon Ball mm. is that the series as a whole changed a lot in tone over the years. It did, yeah. So initially, Dragon Ball, especially the first and second arcs, I think, are much more similar to Toriyama's previous work, like uh, Arle-chan, or how is it called? Dr. Slump? Uh, here? Or, or, uh, yeah, Dr. Slump. Or yeah, Arle. yeah, Arle It's um, it's really like a bunch of gags. Yep. It's really it's jokey, really lighthearted. It's not about the combat at all. It's it like it's Goku being like really good at martial arts. It's it's not the focus of the series at all. It's more the it adventure, goes. the jokes, the characters, the interaction between them, what's going on with the Dragon Balls, but not so much the combat. But as the series progresses, especially when it, after the series of the the martial art tournament, which is really fun, it is fun. Um, but then when you get to the to the Lazar arc of Dragon Ball, it's pretty clear that the the series had had changed, and now the focus was more on the combat. And when Dragon Ball Z starts, that first arc is really exciting; it's really good. And then from there on is where I like I don't like it so much anymore because it it became completely about just you know like seven episode long you know punching fest. Um, so the movie is weird because it doesn't have but anyway even though the Dragon Ball as, as a whole changed it, its focus at, at its core it's it's still really lighthearted I I feel. And yeah. in in the interpretation to the movie, it it's just it's all fake, right? It's just like cool for the sake of being cool or something like that, right? And it misses completely like the whole point of of Dragon Ball, which is it's funny and lighthearted, and yeah, there's combat and and, and all that. But to me, as a fan of of the original series, especially because they're they're retelling the story of the first. Of the first series, Dragon Ball instead of Dragon Ball Z, is like I don't know. I, uh, I I feel like 
it's not worth it like at all. Like I, I don't see any redeeming qualities. I was more like bored and confused and annoyed rather than <laughs> than enjoying it even as at a at an ironic level. Although some some stuff it's funny, but it's funny not because of Dragon Ball or any connection to the series. It's just funny because it's so bad, right? Right. So in that sense, like I spent many years pretending that that movie didn't exist. Right, so I didn't watch it. I just like, nope, I'm not gonna watch this. Uh, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So I watched it for the first time, and uh, yeah, I'm not like I. I'm glad I did it for the show. So for the show, I'll I'll do stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it like at all. So full damage completely, and in the game, it's boring, it's bland, and it's, there's nothing there. It's not. Yeah, so full damage to both. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <clears throat> so. I get to make this quick, I got my woohoos. Game is I find the game hilarious. It's mercifully short. The fighting mechanics are fine. I think they're lifted from a, at least a decent game. There's not many games where you can play as Bulma or Chi Chi, so there's a bonus. Uh, the credits, I, I wrote down the credits are good. I can't, oh right, uh, basically the credits are kind of are somewhat clever, too clever for this game. But basically, where, where the uh, movie ends, you have Goku and and Chi Chi, but the fight. But the game actually just lets you play out fighting Chi-Chi for the, the, the length of all the credits. So you can just beat the shit out of Chi-Chi for uh, <laughs> like five minutes or or get beat up by Chi-Chi, depending on, on your play, play style, I guess. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of like, oh, that's neat. At least there's something to do during these credits. Uh, and it tied into the movie nicely. So, boo-hoos. Um, I'm not sure if the music is taken from the movie, but it's there's way too much of it, and it's really bad. And it's very misplaced. Uh, there's three-second cutscenes. There's like four of them, and they're pointless. The photos they photoshopped over are hilarious, but still, they're still photoshopped photos. Uh, barely comprehensible story. It's even worse than the movie somehow. It's super cheap. A loading screen is weird. It's like a Dragon Ball and that, that's transparent with a piece of a digitized photo underneath. I don't know what's going on there. The models look dumb with their digitized faces of the actors. Uh, and I wrote down at the time, damage, half. And I think I'll stick with that. You know, uh, the game is bland. That means it's not so bad that it's terrible and it's not it's not nearly good but it's pretty it's pretty meh uh if i separate it from the fact that it's dragon ball i don't know i'd probably give it a lower score but because it's based on that shitty movie i'm gonna give it a half damage now for <laughs> the movie itself i'm going to give it an i'm gonna give it the score that i believe it deserves and that's no damage because it's the funniest thing as a dragon ball fan i can watch that movie again and again now that I once I've accepted that it's just a bad piece of shit movie that that of course Hollywood managed to fuck up. I don't know. I, there's something funny about it. There's something funny about how wrong they get everything. And I don't know. I <laughs> I just I just get enjoyment from bad things if if it's bad enough that it becomes funny to me. And so I, I'm not gonna give it any damage only because only because I recommend it, not because it's a good movie. If it's about the movie's quality, it's it's full damage. The movie's shitty. It's it's a terrible movie. But from an entertainment point of view, I think it's hilarious. And I've, I, of course, I recommend it because I've recommended it to many people and I've showed people the movies. So I'd be mm. hypocrite if I didn't give it, if I gave it any damage. So no damage for me, <laughs> half damage for the game. <laughs> I'd say, but don't watch it alone. Whatever you do, watch it with a group of friends, uh, because it's definitely not going to be nearly as fun if you watch it by yourself. They're just going to feel sad. Watch it with, <laughs> watch it with friends. Have fun. Uh, make a night of it, and then, and then I think you'll have a good time. So that's it. That's Dragon Ball. Yeah, oh, maybe yeah. someone that would enjoy that kind of thing in their fans of the series. Erika Eric, just left. She was like... <laughs> she abandoned you. Watch your movie alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she... she... 
that's just funny to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Megan's watched it with me a couple times, so she she finds it entertaining enough to watch. I don't mm-hmm. know, most people, most of my friends, I think, who watch it usually, like, Jordan's watched it more than once with me. It's just, it's a funny movie, man. It's, but it, it is bad. It's, it's, there's no redeeming qualities to it. It's just, it's wrong. It's so wrong that it's, it's fun. It's like, oh, how I love The Room. The Room is one of my favorite movies, and it is a bad movie. But, uh, yeah, so there we go. Long episode, but I think Dragon Ball always deserves it. And uh, so thank you all for listening. I have no idea what our next topic is, so be, be, be shocked. Who knows? Uh, the future is a mystery. Uh, org and oh uh yeah video game lives coming up so we'll, we'll either have a bonus barrel mini or something coming up out about that once we've seen it so yeah. also look forward to that it's gonna be a blast uh yeah so thank you for listening this is rob and shelby and sage see you later Next week on Bonus Bonus Barrel. As a kid, it's probably really bad to to see, but (laughs) it happened. Um, Because I don't think anybody should feel like they aren't allowed to play them. Like, everybody should play games. I don't know. I think... I think... Sorry, what was the question again?